Greetings, Productive Programmer. I am very excited to bring this video to you from the skies. And just like I alluded to, we are going to be exploring how aviation can help you with productivity in your programming career. There are so many amazing things I learned from learning how to fly that translate over really well into programming and just all other types of fields. So I'm gonna take a look at those today and I'm excited to share those with you. Now in this video, I will try to just share some of the concepts with you and kind of leave it to your imagination and all the ways that you can fill in how that can benefit you in your programming career because there are so many things that you could do, uh, but we will make some maybe specific uh, hints and suggestions, but let's jump into it. So I will be narrating quite a bit from the ground and commenting on the flight when I'm in the air. The power of this tip is to avoid distractions. So when you're flying an airplane, there's no room for distractions. You need to be focused on navigating and flying the aircraft. And the same is true when you're working in your code. And if you wanna be highly productive and effective and not miss anything, then you need to be 100% focused and avoid distractions. So whether that's Slack notifications or your phone buzzing or going off or just having somebody in the background making noises that is distracting you, tip number one, avoid distractions. But while we're on the ground here, before we get up in the air, one of the things that's really important in aviation that we can learn from that can help us in programming is using checklists. Now, whether that's making sure you have everything you need to get started on the day, or when you're doing a deployment, making sure you have a checklist of items to go through. So that way you don't ever forget anything or get lazy and maybe miss an item. Also, before this video started recording, we also do a pre-flight check. Which so although I didn't record it, basically what a pre-flight check is, is we go around the aircraft and we make sure that the aircraft is 100% airworthy. We also utilize checklists in that part of the process as well to make sure we don't miss any steps. The safest way to make sure that you fly is to make sure that you are safe before you fly. And so the best way that you can be productive before you start programming the day is to make sure you have all the tools necessary to be productive and have checklists. To Tip number two, document your processes. Make sure that you don't ever miss anything or forget something. So let's get started in this episode. One, two, request and radio check, COM1. Radio check, Thank you, and how's COM2? Thank you. So, you know, I'm hesitant to try to spice up this video and, you know, make it show all the fancy parts of flying. But, you know, one of the most important things, I think, is really showing the process that goes into flying. There are so many steps that we take, you know, before we actually get up in the air. Um, it kind of shows that you really want to do your due diligence, right? So, you know, when you're coding, um, a lot of times managers that are non-technical uh, and corporate, uh, they think that coding is what you do and they want to see you type in keys and coding. And they don't realize that, you know, 80% of the time sometimes is just planning out the software and making sure that you're going to be able to deliver an effective project. So I think it's really important to kind of watch the boring processes that go into flying before we get to all the cool stuff, which is actually when we're in the air. And making sure everything's working. Perfect. So altimeter and gyros. Check your instruments and make sure you are ready to go for the day. So in your production environment, check all tools that monitor your production environment. And if you see anything that looks aloof, uh, take a second look and maybe uh, reconsider pivoting your plans for the day and uh, reallocating your resources. All right, that all looks good. Let's go have fun. So we're going to do a regular takeoff and a regular landing just to just to get back in, in the flow of things. So, you know, in this flying video, what I'm doing is I'm actually going through and I'm practicing a lot of the maneuvers in flying. So what's really interesting about aviation is it's a lot about practicing. 
So even though you learn the maneuvers, constantly practicing and rehearsing. So in programming, even though you may know your programming language, are you actually staying proficient in those areas? So in aviation, what's huge is they highly emphasize in constantly repracticing the maneuvers over and over, even after you get your license and you're flying for many, many years, just constantly practicing. It's a really interesting component of flying that I don't see as much in programming uh, prior to learning to fly. So a lot of programmers already know a language, so they don't keep redoing the things that they already know um, unless they do it on a daily basis, of course. But they feel like they learn the language once and they don't relearn the parts that they don't use as much. Um, so in aviation, there's a lot of maneuvers and just staying fluent on all of those various maneuvers that you may not use every single day. So keep practicing all the parts of your programming language and tools that you may not always use every single day. Your engine run up. No, but seriously, so many checklists in aviation, it's crazy. But they actually train you to do like flows and they'll, they'll train you in patterns. So like an upside down question mark to remember a pattern. And there's all sorts of stuff that you do. So even when you don't have a checklist, you have patterns that also match your checklist so that you can remember them. It's pretty wild. 512, depart and runway 02, remain in the pattern. Use brief and effective forms of communication. So in aviation, there's a pattern. It's basically who you're talking to, who you are, where you are, and what you need to communicate. So I think that's a really huge and effective thing to make sure that you're always letting your fellow coworkers know what your intentions are and communicating effectively and briefly. 1,000 pound altitude, looking good. So in this part of the video, what I'm doing is I'm actually going around in the pattern and I'm landing the airplane. And what I'm doing is I'm looking, uh, there's a point where we, we call it beam the numbers and we line up with the numbers of the runway. And we, we know that when we're parallel to them that we're going to begin our landing procedures. We're going to put the flaps in the 10 degree position and we're going to start slowing down the aircraft and making sure that we're at the right altitude uh, to start lining ourselves up with the runway. Oh, we use reference points. That's a good point. So we use the beam numbers to have reference points to make decisions. I think that's really interesting, and there's probably a lot of really awesome ways you can apply that in programming. But yeah, actually using reference points in your day-to-day -day or your sprints or your goals and the things that you're trying to achieve, uh, that's a really interesting way to think about things. So use reference points where you can, so that way you can make effective decisions based off of those reference points, or you could even call those decision points. I love that. So as you're watching me make this landing here, hopefully you're starting to gain a few tips and insights into how aviation can maybe spur some new ideas into your productivity and into your programming. So aviation is a really interesting field. It really emphasizes a lot about keeping your mental mindset at the top of your game when you're flying, uh, making all of your procedures simplified so that way you can make effective decisions in a short time span without having to overcommit your thoughts. And it's really interesting field that emphasizes really drilling in procedures so that you become highly productive and effective in those procedures and you minimize the chance of error. But I have to say that one of my favorite things about aviation is that it actually trains you to perform all of the risky and uh, scary maneuvers, actually. So what you'll see here in this next clip is I'm actually going to perform some maneuvers that are, are basically I'm going to stall the aircraft. So what you see here in this maneuver is I 
angle the airplane back at such a steep angle, it actually cannot continue to maintain that flight. And so eventually the airplane actually stalls and you see the nose drop down. It's pretty amazing in aviation that they teach you to do these maneuvers and they want you to practice them because it's all about learning prevention. So by putting yourself in bad situations intentionally, but in safe ways, you learn how to practice the emergency recovery maneuvers, but you also learn that you can you also learn how to avoid getting yourself in those situations by learning how to recognize when you're starting to get yourself into a bad situation. So it's really amazing. And I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from this and bring it over into programming. I'm interested to see what your thoughts are and how you can translate this over into your own coding situation. So leave a comment below what your thoughts are so far in this video. If you're enjoying this material, if you like this video, go ahead and like and subscribe, all that good stuff. But I'm really more interested in just kind of learning what do you guys think? You know, how can you apply this in your own practices? I'd be curious to know. So it's kind of crazy. It surprised me in learning to fly that they actually train you to stall the airplane. They actually train you to put yourself in dangerous situations but they teach you to do it at a safe altitude, of course. But by learning to do dangerous maneuvers that they could be dangerous if you're at a low altitude, uh, by learning to do those, and then additionally what they do is they teach you to do the recovery maneuvers so you know how to recover from a bad situation. There's a lot to take away from programming here to learn to become proficient in your emergency recovery procedures. So this way, when the unexpected happens, you don't have to think about it. It's ingrained in your mindset. It's ingrained in your muscle memory. I think that aviation is phenomenal at this, and I don't know any other field that really drills you in making sure that all of your emergency procedures are taken care of. I'm sure that maybe law enforcement or something like that, but you know, this is something that as programmers, we really miss out on. We don't practice our emergency procedures enough. We don't practice disaster recovery enough. We have maybe a plan for it, but how many times are you practicing and implementing that disaster recovery plan? Hey, productive programmer, if you want seven actionable steps to make you a more productive programmer, then check out the link below in the description. I'm going to be launching my productivity course. I'm going to teach you tips that over 90% of developers are not using. So if productivity is of interest to you and you want to be a productive developer, take yourself to the next level and outperform the competition, then go ahead and check out that link in that description below. Hopefully it sparked a whole influx of new ideas into programming because we get to take a whole bunch of concepts from a completely different industry and see how those principles have helped that industry and how it's probably really, some of those can be really effective for programming in other industries as well. So if you enjoy this video, definitely let me know and leave a comment if you want to see a part two. I would love to do a part two on this. There is a lot of more concepts that we can explore.